Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I just had to. I was just feeling the little Rolling Stones to, you know, lighten the mood on this cold, rainy day. But, hell, we get to talk football for a living. Who doesn't love that? Welcome back. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you being here. Missed anything from the Montana Football Hour? Riley Corcoran came in to help us talk our way through one of the craziest Saturdays of football I've ever seen, I've ever covered in my 16 years uh, as a sports writer and radio broadcaster. Unbelievable. And uh, when the dust all settled, Montana State, an unlikely 43-38 to win, thanks in part to four, count them, four snaps all the way out of the back of the end zone. And Montana, a 31-24 loss in overtime in the wee hours of Sunday morning uh, at Sacramento State. Uh, you can find all of it on the Montana Football Hour in the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore. Uh, you can also find it on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Time now for the Monday afternoon quarterback, presented by our great friends over at Dazzler's Car Wash, as well as some of the best pizza in town. You're going to find it at Front Street Pizza, and also presented by Rome Student Housing. Our great friend, and one of my favorite guys in the whole world to talk football with, Marty Mornaway, joining us in studio. This is the Monday afternoon quarterback. Coach, what's up? How's the East Coast? Turn it up. The East Coast, a great place, great place. Great place to get in, get up, and get the hell out of there. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I did a couple walkabouts like Crocodile Dundee. You remember that movie? Oh, of course. You know. Not because you forget. And so I got a little exercise in it. And, and then... And then Went through two uh, gut wrenchers. Yeah. Right? Columbia, just a gut wrencher. So those for those keeping track, Marty's uh, older boy guy is coaching out there at Columbia. So he was back in New York watching them. Yeah. And then I get back to the hotel after the ball game, and the Grizz doesn't come on till 11 p.m. East Coast say, time. East Coast time. So I've you're got a 5.50 a.m. flight. <laughs> Might as well just stay up. Are you, that's exactly what happened in the Big Apple. I just stayed up. And just uh, showered up after the Grizz game, another gut wrencher. Lucky I got a little gut left, so it can wrench <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I'll tell you. And then, and then, uh, you know, of course, uh, get back and then watch the end of the first round of the NFL games. Watch this, and then even watch the night game. And then, man, I was out and I slept like a baby. So I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> On 102.9. Love it. Well, Marty Mornoweg will be on the uh, call, back on the call, because this last game, the Grizz game at Sac State, was uh, on ESPN2. So Coach Marty will be on the call uh, on MTN uh, this upcoming weekend down uh, from Weber State in Ogden. So I, I didn't know if you had a chance to watch the game or not. W- what did you think, Coach, just uh, the way that it all went down there in Sacramento? Well, look, I think that uh, the Scripps TV, K-Pax, would have given them a little better a camera angle than the ESPN, for God's sakes. You know, right. and that was a big part of the game. However, you know my view on that. Right. You've got to overcome some bad calls that don't quite have the angle to That's get right. reviewed. And it looks like the last two ball games, really, 
Everything that could go against the Grizz has done that. So they've got some adversity that hit them right in the face, right? So talented team yep. with high expectations. Yep. And here comes adversity, like right in their face. Now, how do you how do you go about with this adversity thing? You go attack it. You right. attack it as an individual. You attack it as a team, right? Uh, great focus and go. You 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 know what I think about this game we call football. It's one grown man kick another grown man's bleep, and that's what you do together, right? That's how you attack adversity. This is a good football team, and they've got they've got. Two out of their four are tough games coming up. No, absolutely. And they need, I suspect, to win three out of four or they're hoping and wishing for the playoffs. And sometimes hoping and wishing doesn't, but many times it doesn't. They would be what you might call on the bubble, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we'll see because I do think the Montana, they do have a couple games that could define their season for better or worse, but they also have an opportunity they have two top five teams in the country coming up on the schedule. You win either of those games and the other games that you're quote-unquote supposed to win at home, and I think that you're certainly into the playoffs. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out for uh, the Grizzlies. Coach Marty Bordaway joining us. But, Coach, from a coaching perspective, I know, I know this is true in the NFL. You, know, you suffer a heartbreaker, and then you got a big-time you know, banner opponent coming up. That's a good thing. So you can get you guys, hey, we got to get focused back up. We got a big game, Sunday night football or whatever it might be. In college, though, a little bit more tenuous. But to me, I think the fact that they're going on the road again to play at the number five team in the country, if they can embrace that challenge, all of a sudden you got a chance to go win on the road and get your season back on track in just one afternoon. Two things come to mind. Road games. Pack your defense and pack your special teams. It's that simple. The second thing, with uh, uh, two two games that you've lost, tough, hard-fought battles, the team leaders. Who are the team leaders? Yeah. And do they have that right mentality, that mind of steel, right? And then they go after everybody else comes with those team leaders. So if you've got great team leaders, which many of the NFL teams do, they will not allow anything to affect their hard work, their preparation, and going after this next team. That's the mentality that the Grizz need right now. Those team leaders on the Grizz football teams, let's get after it. Go after it. No bending. We don't bend. Don't bend on what you think and what you've set and what your goals are. Uh, there will be, you see, you can see I'm a little juiced up. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's go. Let's go. It. Let's go uh, land in Salt Lake. I guess you land in Salt That's Lake. That's right. Just right up Get Ogden. to Ogden, Utah, and then you just go after it. When it comes to one of the key storylines in this game, by the way, it's Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Front Street Pizza. Did, did you have any pizza when you were in New York? You know, I did not, but I Front did. Street, Front Street has, like, New York-style pizza. That's just what made me think of it. But, it, I mean, you've been to Front Street. It is very similar to, like, an East Coast slice, right? Front Street pizza is the best. And maybe it's because I eat Front Street pizza here that I didn't eat it in totally. New York. But I did eat a little pasta. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, pretty good. Good. Uh, well, the, one of the two, there was two primary storylines in this game. You, you addressed the officiating. you got to just overcome it. I mean, there's going to be poorly officiating ga- games across the country. The other key storyline, though, was Lucas Johnson getting knocked out. And I know that uh, there was some, you know, some hard feelings on the Grizz part, thinking that it was, you know, a little bit of a high hit, a little bit of a cheap shot. But regardless, the young man's out. you got to pivot. you got to go with Chris Brown. Your perspective on what it's like to try to go with a backup quarterback, it's not that easy. Play directly 
to the backup quarterback's strengths. You see it happen uh, more than occasionally, it seems, now. And those teams that play directly to the quarterback's strengths typically give their team a little bit opportunity to win the ball game. Why? You give that kid a chance to have success. That gives your offense a chance to score a couple more points. And then ultimately it gives the team a little bit better chance to win that particular ball game. There's just so much going on right now with the Grizzlies as well. You know, I, I just think that they, uh, before Lucas Johnson got knocked out, I think they had a little bit of... I think they're having a lot of problems on offense. I think they're just they're having a hard time finding a rhythm and operating. They ran the ball actually decently well on Saturday, 200 yards. Um, they had a, a slow-it-down type game plan. But it, it just seems like they just ebb and flow, and we haven't really seen an identity from this offense. And it just seems like maybe they're – not maybe. They're certainly not utilizing the playmakers at, at hand. They, they're not getting the guys the ball to the guys that are their best athletes on the perimeter. Well, they're, it looks like they're trying to get the ball to their backs. Their backs are really good now. They've sure, got a for sure. stable. I mean, the quarterback running and all of those type of things. Look, at he went out so early. What was it? Mid-second, early second quarter. Yeah. You know, this concussion thing. Now, now he, he's a valuable uh, member of this team. Oh, I'm talking sure. about Lu- Lucas Johnson. I mean, everything sort of goes through him offensively. Now he's in this concussion protocol, which is a bunch of different steps that you have to pass before you can even practice, let alone play. And so uh, I don't know how it is. In, in, but I, I'll tell you, back in the day, in the 70s and 80s, you know, that type of hit, you know, you get back up and then, you you know, nobody even asked you. Right. Nobody even asked you how you're feeling. You just went back and played. So so the player safety has kind of – that that gets into part of winning a game as well. So you better have some depth. And I think the Grizz – have some depth there. For sure. Noah's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Marty Mornaway in studio with us. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback. Uh, last couple of things on the College Avenue, Coach, before we get into uh, some NFL stuff. Uh, this Grizz team was red hot. And they they didn't look that great down the stretch against Idaho State, but they came away with a road win, even though they turned the ball over you know five times, counting the turnovers on downs. And then they took their bye. And now they got two losses in a row. They are still plenty out in front of them, certainly. Uh, how do you keep a team like this in it? Because I think part of it is just the noise, right? I mean, they got yeah. a huge game this weekend, and they're going to have a huge game against the rival in a month. So how do you keep a team in it? I mean, even if the Grizz lost this weekend, their playoff hopes are not over. But this is going to be an interesting navigation. They need a win in a bad way. I will tell you, uh, two losses in a row right hit you in the face. Adversity. Adversity equals opportunity. Take advantage of this great opportunity in these lat and down the we're into down the stretch. Yep. Take advantage of it. Sometimes in fact, most of the time, you have to go through some failure, sometimes as an individual and more than likely as a team, to become great. Right? They've gone through some failure right here. What are you going to do about it? What a great opportunity. Take advantage of it. This is a business trip. Pack the defense, pack the special teams, and let's roll down. It is all business going down there uh, to that state of Utah. Coach Marty, more than 25 years in the NFL, but also was the University of Montana quarterback back in the day, a Hall of Fame Grizz quarterback. 
Do you have any good stories about Weber State? Because Weber's one of the old school Big Sky members. They were in the yeah. league back when you were playing in the early yeah, 80s. Yeah, well, first of all, in the early, I looked it up. What, you know, I, I mean, I've got a long story about it, but is it, well, is it Weber or is it Weber? It's spelled W E B E R. You know, I looked it up. Right? They still don't know. There's about three different theories or more of how it became Weber State. Hilarious. Well, they, the, the clearest one would be uh, an old trapper, right? Right. Right? An old trapper who's named after him, uh, but he spells it W-E-B. So they don't even know who it's named of. <laughs> so how do they know what the pronunciation is? Right? I had a high school teammate that was older than me that got letters, you know. He said, is this Weber or Weber? And so... I brought that with me to Montana, and uh, I, I think it's Weber, but it certainly could be Weber. So that's my story. I love it. About Weber State. <laughs> Grizz at Weber State Saturday. Uh, cats are off this weekend, so we'll have plenty of Grizz coverage for you leading up to it. This is the Monday afternoon quarterback, second hour of each show. Talk a little more Grizz these days because Coach uh, Mornaweg is on the TV broadcast now as the color commentator. So he'll be back on the call Saturday as the Grizz make their way down uh, to Utah. The Monday afternoon quarterback presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Ski season around the corner. So that means you have to put the bike away, get the skis out. Rome Student Housing has places to store both. It's also right there adjacent to Kiwanis Parks. So you got tennis courts, basketball, volleyball, all right in your backyard. They have multiple study rooms, indoor uh, interior court- courtyard with fire pits, grilling stations, ping pong tables, outdoor seating. They also have an activity room with gaming stations. It's just a 15-minute walk from the University of Montana campus. Right there on Front Street, right above our other good friends at Front Street Pizza. Rome Student Housing, great place for your uh, you or your prospective student. Rome Student Housing, check them out online. You can take virtual tours of all the units. And uh, great place for you, your student, uh, if you want to live near the University of Montana campus. All right, we got to talk about the NFL. What is going on with all these old quarterbacks? We'll do that next. Mon- Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. LeBron James has a new series of commercials out with Nike, and it's all a parody about his fight against Father Time. And I hate to say it, but I think Father Time is finally at least landing some preliminary jabs on a couple guys uh, in the National Football League. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. This is the Monday Afternoon Quarterback the second hour of every Monday's show, Marty Mornweg in studio with us here on ESPN Radio. Coach Marty, coached in the NFL for more than 25 years, so let's dive into some NFL talk. Uh, the thing everybody's yelling and screaming about, Coach, is that uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are both three and four. I thought we, we've talked about this every week, but I thought there was a lot of different factors that went into all of it. Yesterday, they both just played bad, and it was very weird to see them play. I mean, yesterday was the first time... In 20-plus years of watching Tom Brady, and I was like, did he lose it? Did he lose a step? He just didn't look sharp. It was, it was wild to watch. Well, you know my thought 
on the great Tom Brady and the great Aaron Rodgers. Do not bet against them. However, right now you may not want to bet on them no. and then uh, see how this season turns out. Tom may be done. He's at that age, right? He he kind of changed the perception of an older quarterback, right? If you take yeah. care of your body and all that, it hasn't really changed. It might be one or two years. There are only a select few yeah. that could play, you know, up near or into their for Only a select few. Yeah. And I, I still think that. I coached one of them, the great Steve Young, when, when, when he was aging. And he wasn't quite 40, but he was up there. So... Uh, only a select few could ever do what Tom Brady's done. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a different situation. He, he's, uh, I'm just not sure the team around him is yep. quite as good as it has been. And, and we've talked about this before. It takes everybody on a football team For sure. to allow a quarterback's talent to rise to the top and to where he plays a great quarterback in a particular game. So it may – now, it surprised me with Tampa a little bit because sure. I, I think they've got a really, really good defense. That's what I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. At, so, at some point, there, a lot of this stuff has to come you – know, Tom Brady maybe, probably, certainly has regressed a, a step or two, whatever you want to call it. But Tampa Bay is also not playing very well on, on defense. So you, you wonder what's going on with that. The defense should be carrying the day. You also wonder, though, how much of it is that. I, I mean, the Tom Brady noise has overwhelmed the other story. Bruce Arians retired this last offseason. Todd Bowles is a great defensive coordinator. He also has not a great record as a head coach. And you just wonder, though, too, just a defensive guy on a team that's supposed to be an offensive team, but they have this great defense. Is the defense missing him? I don't know. There's just a lot more factors than just Tom Brady. Uh, You're going pretty deep there, psychologically speaking, right there. I would say this, that Tom has to jack his play up, and everybody else will follow. I do know this. There's a couple things on my mind. When the offense is really good and scores, Bump, bump, bump. It jacks the defense up. Yeah. I mean, they get a lot of juice yeah. from their offense. When it goes the other way, ah, yeah. you know, there's sometimes just a little lull. And Aaron Rodgers said, I got to tick my game up just a little bit. You and I have talked about this. It's only just a little bit right. if you're off. Just a little bit. Right. And it looks ugly. So sometimes there's some simple things you can do, both scheme-wise, mentally, you know, how you approach a game philosophically that can help that just a little bit off, and then all of a sudden you can get on a roll. I, I do think Minnesota's pretty good in that division. They're a little bit more well-balanced. For so, sure. Uh, it could be the changing of the guard. We'll see. Monday Afternoon Quarterback presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Dazzler's is an awesome place to get your rig washed. They're quick, efficient. They do such a great job. They're going to buff it up right at the end as well. They're right here next to us on Radio Way, and uh, they're one of the presenting sponsors of the Monday Afternoon Quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Mortaway, more than 25 years in the NFL, joins us the second hour of each Monday's show. You want a $50 gift card to Dazzlers? Call us right now, 888 That's 406-888-1029. You guys have been lighting up the phone line, so let's go call number 6, 406-888-1029. Call us right now, thanks to Dazzlers Car Wash. Uh, for their presenting sponsorship of the Monday afternoon quarterback. Yesterday, you know, we've been, we've been, you're always going to talk about the premier quarterbacks in the league. That's always going to be the conversation in the NFL. These guys have been so good for so long. Yesterday, though, I thought the other part that was striking is not only did they not look very good individually or their offenses didn't look good, but they lost to two of the worst teams in the NFL. I mean, the Carolina Panthers. Fired Matt Rule a couple weeks ago. They got an interim head coach. They've already cut bait with their quarterback. I mean, they were. T- 
starting a kid yesterday in P.J. Walker that I've never even heard of. I'm Googling this guy. Who is this kid? I have heard of Taylor Heineke, who started for the Washington Commanders, because he's an FCS guy. He was a guy that was at Old Dominion back in the day. P.J. Walker, Taylor Heineke were in the XFL not too long ago, and now they're beating the Carolina Panthers beat the Tampa Bay Bucks 21-3, and the uh, Green Bay Packers lose to the Washington Commanders 23-21. So I thought it was the quality of the opponent that maybe uh, made this more accentuated. Yeah, I'll tell you, P.J. Walker, I, I really wanted him coming out as a free agent quarterback, and yeah. I think he ended up at Indy or something and getting cut, and I thought he was really, really good. He's one of those active quarterbacks that got uh, great instincts, throws the ball better than you think he does, and, and then Heineke, I just like the last name, Heineke. Both those guys played really well, right? And they both yep. uh, XFL, and look, quarterbacks come, you know, about half of them come from those high number one picks. The other half come from all different crazy. Totally. Jeff Garcia, the Canadian League. Right. Uh, Kurt Warner, you know his story. There was a totally. movie made about him. I mean, for you sure. All the way back to the great Johnny Unitas, a late pick for, the, I believe, the Steelers, and they cut him. I mean, crazy. this guy's married, working construction, and then playing semi-pro football for like uh, the Bloomfield Rams or something for six <laughs> bucks a game. That's crazy. No, really. I mean, he he had to put a paycheck. You know, he had to put food on the table. But and then he becomes one of the greatest players ever. ever. Yeah, totally. So, so that other half yeah. comes from every, and pro experience. I don't care if it's semi-pro, right, or the 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 Arena League or the Canadian League or the XFL. It gives you experience, and some guys mature just a little later than others, even at the quarterback position, and then they just blossom when they get another opportunity. Today, uh, it's so funny, too, you know, when we're talking sports and, you know, you're just BSing on the couch, a lot of times you, you get into the exaggeration game. So I, I did a whole bunch of home projects yesterday. I didn't watch any of the morning games, but I get over to my brother's house, walk in, say, how do the morning games go? He goes, dude. I think the Titans killed Matt Ryan. He's like, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired tomorrow. Matt Ryan didn't retire today, but he is uh, basically having a mutual agreement with uh, head coach Frank Reich that uh, he's not going to play and they're going to move on to Sam Ellinger. And uh, it was just a funny uh, affirmation of, a, of an actual exaggeration. But now here we are, and you got all these guys that once ruled the league. Russell Wilson's in that group as well. You know, Andy Dalton was so solid for so long. And these guys are the starting quarterbacks still at their respective franchises, and and they're just not quite in that top tier anymore. Well, uh, like we talked about, only a select few can do it when they start to age. Why? It's not particularly the mind. They're even more experienced, Totally. Right? It's the body. Yeah. The body well, goes on. So how long does that those two things take to meet? Because Greg Bishop, who's a great writer for Sports Illustrated, he wrote an article two years ago, and this was actually, maybe it was three years ago. This one, Drew Brees was still playing, Philip Rivers was still playing, Ben Roethlisberger was still playing, and he was basically analyzing this whole group, all those guys we just named and all those guys I just named. There was a whole bunch of mid to late 30s, early 40s quarterbacks that were all still playing at a high level. And he talked in this feature all about how the amount of pictures your mind can take it is it far exceeds your physical uh, decline until it doesn't. Yeah, until it doesn't. Right. right. Until it doesn't. So, so the great Geno Smith with the Seattle Seahawks. I had him as a rookie yeah. with the New York Football Jets. Right. Yeah. You know, and I thought then that it would be between 
year four and seven just because of the experience where sure. he would play in his best. And he went through some Indian, and now he's got his second chance. Well, think about all of those pictures yeah, that you right, were talking right. about that has built up. Now he's playing like maybe a top 10 quarterback. Totally. Mar- yeah. Marcus Mariota is sort of in that form as well. Yeah. Dak Prescott, who was a fourth-round pick, like you're talking about, guys that right. come from, from unlikely scenarios. When Dak got four years worth of pictures in his head, boom, he's right. up, right? So right. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it is. It's so interesting to analyze. Yeah. The the but at some point the body goes, and then and then like like you were talking about that experience kind of overtakes yeah. the diminishing of, of the body, and everybody's body diminishes. Uh, like there are some. Worm Moon. Worm Moon can go right out now. He's probably sixty something. Right. And throw the ball with the best of them. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, I got him in the Pro Bowl when he was 40, I believe. Right. right? And man alive, did he throw a beautiful... I mean, it was just like art, the way he threw a football. Uh, So everybody diminishes at a different time. But like when you said, when it goes, it goes. And usually, not always, but usually, it's clear to that quarterback, a la Matt Ryan, quite possibly. Right, totally. Yeah. I mean, another guy that's got more pictures in his head that's really playing a lot better is Marcus Mariota. It took him a little while. Now he's in year seven, eight, and uh, he, he's doing a great job there for the Atlanta Falcons. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Mighty Mornaway joining us in studio to talk all things NFL. It's presented in part by Front Street Pizza. Front Street Pizza has awesome pizza pies. You can get it by the slice, you can get it by the pie. Try the garlic knots. It's there on Front Street across from the old public library, just up from the new public library, right below Rome Student Housing. Traditionally sourced delicious pizza there on Front Street. Appreciate Front Street Pizza. We also give you a chance to win a free Front Street Pizza every Friday during our Friday Pie Day. So appreciate Front Street for all their involvement with us here at ESPN Radio. Uh, last thing before we do some, some contenders and pretenders, Coach. Yesterday, Cincinnati Bengals looked like we thought they might. They looked like the team of the second half of the year last year. They looked like the team with the young and upcoming quarterback and Joe Burrow, the explosive skill guys, and they go get a big win. Now they're over 500. They're in first place in that division because that division is just all over the place. That and the AFC South are just all over the place. But where are we at with the Bengals? Is that a turning point for Joe Burrow's squad? Well, we're going to find out, right? Yeah. We're sort of going into the midseason for the NFL it's kind of funny, you know, we're going into sort of midseason the NFL and we're going down the stretch yeah, in the college totally. thing. So unique time here. But the Bengals are young, highly talented. They've got a, a fantastic quarterback. So you're right. I think they're probably over the hump. They lost a game or two that was just crazy awful. For sure. You know, it was just... Well, like the first game of the year when you're playing on Thursday night against the Steelers, that's just such an anomaly game. They won that game, but it went to yeah. overtime. I mean... they're a they're, bad they, Steelers team, too. They, uh, they, won, they, they did have some crazy games early. Yeah, and then, and then so they're kind of over the hump and off and running, I suspect. And Coulter, they can beat anybody. I mean, they yeah. got to play really well to beat the, the top teams, and that's what you have to do down the stretch and into the playoffs to win the whole thing, or even like they did, get to the whole thing. They might have had a little bit of a Super Bowl loss kind of downer sure. to start the season. Remember, all those players getting put, and maybe they got a little bit refocused as well. Contenders and pretenders in the NFL. We'll do that next. Keep it right here. It's New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio.
Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. We don't need any uh, blue eyes crying in the rain or anything like that around here. We, we gotta we gotta liven it up on this rainy Monday. Welcome back, everybody. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Usually we're playing outlaw country this time of day with our great friend Marty Mornaweg in the studio. Uh, but not today, a little Van Morrison for you instead. Coach Mornaweg, 25-plus years in the NFL, and he joins us each uh, Monday during the 5 o'clock hour to talk all things NFL. It is presented by Rome Student Housing. They're on Front Street. Front Street Pizza, which is right below Rome Student Housing. And Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. The winner's right across, uh, right around the uh, the corner. So you got to keep the undercarriage of your rig clean. I promise you'll help out with the paint and all that. Dazzler's, they have multiple wash options that get that undercarriage all taken care of. So protect the paint on your rig uh, all winter long and uh, get, get your car, get your truck washed at Dazzler's Car Wash. All right, so some contenders and pretenders at this point, Coach. And uh, I just want your just, just broad evaluation of, of these teams. I think that everybody agrees that Kansas City is the real deal. I was wrong. I thought Kansas City was going to take a step back this year. They did not. They whooped the just. They just whooped the hell out of the 49ers yesterday. Just poured it on them. Uh, I think everybody believes in Buffalo uh, with Josh Allen at the helm, and I think that they're just do such a great job. Their defense is probably the best pairing with one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, and, and everybody believes in Philly. They got a, an emerging young quarterback. They got a phenomenal offensive line, and they're damn good on defense as well. So we don't need to talk about those squads. We Everybody agrees those teams are really, really good. Well, now Philly's the last undefeated team, yeah, so right. I'm interested when they hit some adversity, which they likely will, for sure. How do they come out of that thing? So For that's, sure. That's my only thing with well, Phillips. So that's a great one. I wanted to ask you about that because oftentimes when you see it click for a young quarterback in a young offense, they're a little bit ahead of what the defense is doing to them schematically. And then there's always that game where someone figures out the formula. Yes. Can you win it or not? But then, you know, if you lose it, where do you go from there? Because you're gonna have to because everybody's just gonna copy it after that, right? Yeah. Philly's going to hit that moment. How hard is that, though, when you kind of hit it and then you have to redevelop? You have to say, okay, now we got to diversify. Right. Got to be less predictable. Right, you're exactly right. So, so you always try to stay a step or two ahead of your uh, next opponent, right? Schematically, to give your guys an opportunity to have success, and then all of a sudden, it might hit you in the face once or twice, and sometimes once or twice in a row, like the Grizz went through or going through right now. So then you, there's bigger adjustments. You've got to put your guys in different positions so you give them a chance to have success. So then it falls on myself, typically, when I was coordinating. Of course, I was known for big plays and all that stuff. And so most of the time, I would spend a lot of my time on yeah. the chunk plays, yeah. on the big plays. That's what's going to have to happen when they run into a little adversity. Contenders and pretenders here on the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. All right, oh, we're just going to go through them. You want to go fast? Dallas. Okay, let's roll. 
Dallas. Absolutely. They're too talented not to be. They've got their quarterback back now. They may end up getting on a roll. Very talented. It's so interesting, too, because their defense is so much better, too. That's what helped them carry the day when Dak Prescott was back. And then if you got the, the good defense and you don't have to grind Elijah Elliott into dust, he, he can just be a, a spot guy instead of just you know a feature guy. Yep. That helps a lot. Slow start for them, especially be after being the number one seed a year ago. But how about the Tennessee Titans? Well, a contender. What's your definition of contender? Uh, see, that's a good. You're just see, getting into the playoffs or making a run I'm, I'm, in the playoffs. I'm saying like a, a team that you've seen so far that you actually believe could maybe make a run. Titans pretender. They're yeah. a solid plus team. You have to be better than a solid plus team to make a big time run. The the way that they play, you know, some of the some of the uh, new age analysts will call it the attitude style defense, right? I think sometimes when you play the attitude style defense and it's not going for you, you can get gashed a little bit. But when it is going for you, you just mess teams up. I mean, they just pounded the Colts yesterday. Yeah. It's a direct reflection of their head coach, though, right? Oh, teams take on the personality of their head coach, and they've done that. It's been the last several years. I mean, they are very, very aggressive attack-oriented defensive football team. However, I think their offense sort of plays too far to that because, like you said, you will get into a game where your defense is not holding up like expected, and your offense has to take over. Morning afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty, presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Go visit them online. You can get virtual online tours at Rome Student Housing right there on Front Street. Across from the old public library. How about the New York Giants? The New York football Giants. This is crazy, right? It is crazy. I mean, it's crazy. I, I, they're I they're over under for wins coming into the year was six and a half. They got six. Yeah. I, you know, so there it is. I, I think they're, they've won very, very close games. And it's one of those teams where everything has kind of gone their way, sure. including the last play of, 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 of the game yesterday. Right. right? Okay. So, I've got them as a solid team. Not even a solid plus team, but they're winning these games. Can they continue it? Well, I, I, I doubt it. If you keep piling them up, though, like right now they're 6-1. and one. They could feasibly go 4-6 and six and make the playoffs still, right? Yes. Like they've banked so many wins that you, you're already – I mean, the Cardinals did this last year, right? The Cardinals won seven in a row, and then they went four and – what, four and – Four and five down the stretch, and they, you know stumbled into the playoffs and they got blown out in the playoffs. But they were an eleven win team because they won their first seven. Right, but usually when you stumble into the playoffs, I'm sure there's an outlier. Yeah, it it's it doesn't look good for you in the playoffs. Totally, uh, because you want to be playing your very best down the stretch and in the playoffs, and it's hard to just turn it on yeah. playoff time. New York Jets. What do you think of the J E T S Jets Jets Jets? Excellent. Defense. I they think are. they've really, really made the huge jump, and you drafted saw signs well. of it. They've drafted well. Yeah, you saw signs of it the last year or two. Uh, I still got them as a pretender because I don't believe that their offensive output is as good as their defensive's output. They still have a rookie quarterback, and they were leaning on the run game. They're pretty good on the offensive line, too. They were leaning on the run game. Brees Hall looked like one of those next up-and-coming stars at tailback, had two monster games they tear his ACL yesterday. So how much of an effect? I mean, the, the fantasy football world, but also like NFL GMs want to make you believe that like running backs are sort of inconsequential or something. But when you have a guy that's that good with a rookie quarterback, that hurts you when you lose a guy like that. That runner is very, very good, right? And so most backs in the NFL catch the ball well. You know, they protect really well. And they're 
They can run with the football and break some tackle, make people miss. There's a lot of those guys. But when you have the rare one, yeah, right. and then he, he goes out, you miss just a little. So then you have to have a plan for that, right? Yeah. So you go to something else to keep your production high. Well, the Baltimore Ravens. I think that the Ravens have been the—I think that they're the most fascinating team in the league. Well, they're fascinating because they're 4-3, and three, and they've Every lost— Every game's been crazy. You know, you know, the analytics, you know, John, you know, last year he went for a couple two-point plays and blew up on him. This year he went for, uh, you know, a touchdown instead of a—blew up on—you know, here's what's happening. Here's what's going. It's probably already started happening. The analytics— are analyzing the analytics, are analyzing right, totally. themselves. Because so many of these have blown up on on teams and coaches that you better recalculate how you're going about the analytics. I I th- I look at I think they're a contender, yeah. the Ravens, because of one man, Lamar the great Jackson. Lamar Jackson. If you let him loose, yeah. The Ravens can beat anybody. It looks like they got their defense straightened out just a, a little a, bit. They're getting better on defense. It's just crazy that they right. were so poor early on. I think that I think they were having an identity crisis when the defense was poor early on. New defensive coordinator, For sure. right? McDonald, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, NFL, Michigan, and then right back after one year. And so, yeah, you probably hit it on the head there. There was a little adjustment period. They got that thing figured out. And as long as Lamar... Stays disciplined when he's on the move, right? They can beat anybody, but he's become undisciplined on just a couple of occasions that may have cost him the ball game. As the schedule keeps going, the winter and the winter comes too. That helps them, right? I mean, especially because they can run the ball so well. Yeah, very good point. In college, it's coming as well, for sure, right? So, so those teams that can run the ball against the very, very best fronts, yep, right will have a little edge. Not many in the NFL can. Because in the NFL, you can stop the run just schematically, right, unless you have one of those great runners that you were talking about. They're far and few between, right? In college, sometimes you can't even stop it schematically. So those teams that can run have a little bit of advantage. Or those teams that can pass the ball really well in poor weather, they've got a little advantage. Some teams can't. Who had... The Seattle Seahawks having a better record at this time as than the Denver Broncos when Russell Wilson left from Seattle to Denver. I don't think anybody. The Seahawks are four and three. They are way better on defense than I thought they were going to be. That's because they have one of the great defensive head coaches of all time uh, on the sidelines of Pete Carroll. But also your guy Geno Smith has been outstanding as well. Seattle contender or pretender? Well, I I, I mean your definition of contender. I've got to put them as a pretender right now. But the interesting thing is going to be this. How far can Geno Smith take a solid plus? I've got him at solid plus, team. You know, they're they're not fully loaded, right, with talent all over. How far can he take this 4-3 and team, the Seattle Seahawks? I wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs. I think it's going to be tough for them to make the big run. Chargers. They've been up and down as well. Four and three, right? Yep. They lost a couple crazy games that there's no way they should have nope. lost these games. I've got them as a pretender only because they're so gut-wrenching, inconsistent. And so if they get that straightened out, they could flip my mind from a pretender 
to a contender. How about the Vikings? They're in first place in the AFC North. They had a bye this last week. They're largely healthy in their offensive skill, which is the first time that's happened in quite some time. Can Kevin O'Connell keep it going? You're kidding me. This is a good football team. For sure. They're five, I believe they're 5-1. and one. That's right, 5-1. and one. They're, ve- they're very good in all aspects, offense, defense, special team. They could make a run. I've got them as a definite contender. Got to love it. Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Front Street Pizza, Rome Student Housing, and Dazzler's Car Wash. We're going to do this now uh, to end up the Monday afternoon quarterback. Uh, a little bit of Monday night football talk, talking about the game coming up tonight. This is presented by Sportsbet Montana. Uh, we're never going to make picks in this. I'll just give you what the line is and then, you know, also tell you if you want to go make a bet yourself, you can go check out uh, Sportsbet Montana kiosks all across the state of Montana. Visit Sportsbet Montana's website, and you can find uh, just a list of locations. Go place your bets. The Patriots, eight-and-a-half-point favorites over the Chicago Bears tonight. Uh, Coach, the Bears have been on primetime several times. They're just excruciating to watch because they are so good on defense, and they have a tough mentality. You can tell they have a tough culture. They're not doing what they should be doing with their quarterback. They're trying to make him fit into this box, and he can't. And they just look so clunky on offense. It's just impossible to watch. You talked about that eight-and-a-half-point spread. I'd say eight's about right. You got Chicago going into New England, talking about Chicago's offense. If you remember last year, the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts, they were two and five. Right. And then they figured it out. They started playing to Jalen's strengths. Totally. And they go on a little bit. Now, they didn't play many people, but they went on a run, and then it carries over into this year. Fields, this this uh, GM and this coach, they were not the GM and the coach when Justin Fields was drafted. How much does that influence things? Oh, it's big. Uh, you, you, you know, you have a connection. When you draft a man as a GM or a head yeah. coach or even an offensive coordinator or quarterback, there's that bond. Right? Yeah. There's a little bit of a bond. And you want so hard for this young man to make it and do well and succeed, yeah. right? Okay. However, when you acquire at any position somebody better than a man that you've spent money, time, energy, yeah. maybe several years, you have to play the man that's better. It's that simple. It's just so clear to watch the Bears that they're trying to make Justin Fields fit into this system rather than accentuating his talents. I mean, the dude's... Who's a faster quarterback in the NFL besides Justin Fields? Lamar Jackson? That's probably it. I mean, the dude runs 4-4. Why are you not putting him on the edge and letting him run? It's just... It's maddening. Yeah. I, you know, there some, it's crazy to say, but in the NFL, but maybe they don't know how to. Right? And it, it, it blows my mind. Don't know how... Well, you better figure it out. <laughs> I mean, You yeah. know? I mean, and this should have been done all offseason and in, into the training camp and into the preseason game. So, uh, there's no pity parties in the NFL. If they can't figure it out, then teams will take advantage of them. And I would see... I would think that the Patriots are going to take advantage of the Chicago Bears. So weird looking at the AFC East standings because you looked at the AFC East standings for about 20 years, and it was the Patriots and then whatever order of other teams <laughs> in the standings. Now, the Bills, but also the Jets are 5-2. and two. You know, I mean, the Miami Dolphins won last night. They moved to 4-3. and three. The Patriots are sitting in last place at 3-4. and four. It's crazy to see how much things have changed, but uh, Mac Jones re- returns tonight uh, as a starting quarterback for the Patriots. Um, I mean, I don't, I think the Patriots are outside of that uh, contender realm right now, but if they want to get back on track, it's a big one in new England. 
Yeah, they'll they'll likely get back on track. This quarterback's been through an injury this year. He's in his second year. They they play situational football with the best of anybody in the NFL. For sure, uh, they'll, they'll they'll be back in it. They're in a very tough division. Though one of the reasons, right, that they were always at the top was a great Tom Brady. 100%. Now they're going through an adjustment period, and you would suspect that there would be a year or two uh, where they're trying to figure out their new identity. You want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Monday Night Football. Fast approaching the Chicago Bears at the New England Patriots. Uh, Patriots eight and a half point favorites. Uh, the total set at 42 and a half. The unders have been hit at a 61% rate so far this year. And uh, the Bears can't score points. So, you know, maybe that's one you look at is uh, that total. No matter where you're at, there's a Sports Bet Montana kiosk. Somewhere near you, just visit their website, visit uh, and click on locations. You can find exactly where. About a minute and 10 seconds left, coach. Bring it back to uh, the Grizzlies. What does Montana need to do this week uh, to get a roll against Weber State, a top-five team in the country? They're, they're going into Ogden, Utah, against a good football team, right? This Weber State, very, very good football team. It's going to be right in, in their mind. That yep. mind made of literally, I guess I could say figuratively, steel. I mean, I mean it's got to be that mentality. You, this, this is a business trip. It's all about that old-school mentality, Right where we don't care how we win, what the score is, who gets the credit. There's plenty of credit to be spread around. Whatever it takes to win this ballgame, I'm telling them, you better pack the defense and special teams for this one. Marty Mornoweg joins us each Monday during the 5 o'clock hour. You can also find his color commentary on the television broadcast for the duration of the rest of the season on uh, MTN. Coach, thanks for being here, man. Uh, that was awesome. Malat. 273 yards? Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Maybe they should take some lessons on how quarterbacks run the ball. Watch some tape, Chicago Bears. We'll be back at tomorrow. Full high school slate. We got soccer updates for you, cross-country updates for you, and prep football. Plus a whole bunch of great guests. See you then. New on is now ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 montanaadvocates.com.